Time for Samantha to lock the studio door and play whatever the heck she wants. Now that's what I call All-American. Rock around the region. A full hour of kick-ass music from bands rocking the Southeast. Everything that rocks. C-97.5. Talking, always say what they don't mean. Fool me twice. I keep on messing up because I never learn from my mistakes. When did you think that this all would end? I'm not listening now. That is a brand new song called Paranoid to start out this year's 
Rock Around the Region, the first new show of the year. Very excited to be back in the saddle with you. I am Samantha Knight. And Backhand Blue, very excited to be bringing some new music your way. That song right there, Paranoid, you can pre-save it now. Uh, not only at BackhandBlue.com, but on their Facebook page as well. It will be out in just five days for you to own it. In the meantime, you can get a little behind-the-scenes footage from their video shoot for all of that over on their social media pages as well. Tonight on the program, part one of my conversation with The Great Affairs. We've got a new year and a new band to sit down and start conversing with. So that comes your way tonight. Also, an update on Lydia's Castle. If you like bourbon, there are two bands in the area that are getting their very own specialty bourbon. I'm going to tell you all about that and so much more tonight on Rock Around the Region. This band you can check out on January 18th at the Cobra in Nashville. It is low 550, stuck in the middle on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
rock around the region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Regional on Z97.5, really bad people and strange men don't sleep. Check them out at Really People Band on Facebook and learn a little bit more about them. They are from here in Clarksville and have got some cool little videos, vlogs up, if you will, about the making of their album. Looking forward to hopefully coordinating schedules very soon and getting them in here to have a chit-chat with me. I am Samantha Knight's Modern Primate having a new uh, song that is out. Unfortunately, it's not one that I can play on the radio because, you know, I like my job. But you can check out Karma's Crown on their social media pages. In the meantime, we'll keep with the one new song that will allow me to keep my job. 
It's medicated bliss from Modern Primate. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5.
It is Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. I am Samantha Knight. Brand new guest in studio, and I feel like it's uh, we, we've planned this for a while. We've never been able to coordinate schedules, and uh, I just happened to catch everybody together on, on their way out of town. So welcome to The Great Affairs. Hey. Glad to have you guys here. Of course, we've got Kenny, Corey, Denny, and Matt. And Corey, you are uh, the one familiar face that I have here because you've been in here um, at least twice. At least, yeah. At least I think twice. twice yeah. So years and years ago, in fact, I'm looking at the poster that was, what, 26? Yep. Right? Yep. When you guys played the Z-Fest with Shaman's Harvest. Of course, we were talking about uh, Lights of Marfa. And you got out of that and then just kind of did your thing for a while. And then, poof, here we are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the pandemic happened and their previous guitar player left. And uh, me and Denny hang out all the time. And I was like, why don't you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> Say, so, Denny, we've been friends. You know I, you know I play guitar, right? I, mean, <laughs> I had never noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't bring it up. You don't bring it up, no. no. So then what happened, I mean, like, how was it the pandemic that kind of shut that whole thing down that caused you then to move forward and, and, and yeah. find something else to do? Totally. One guy moved back to Italy. One guy moved here. One guy moved there. So right. it was just time. It was time. Yeah. So how long did it take you to convince Jenny here to like, okay, let, either let me in the band or let's start something? <laughs> it wasn't so much time as it was a financial arrangement that exactly. really made it all possible. With what my, uh, my fee would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. They pay you? No. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me a little bit then about this. I mean, obviously, Denny, this seems to be uh, your project here. Um, so tell me about The Great Affairs and how long this band has been a thing. Well, there's some debate over that. We we have a new bio that says 2010, but I think it was 2009. Matt corrected that. He, he's out here correcting you with fingers in the he, air he right keeps now. better track of that stuff. <laughs> I don't get a microphone. No, oh, you, yeah, you, sorry. you can share when it's your turn. No, we, there's, there's no need for that. <laughs> We'll just have to explain his sign language. For clarification, when I said he had fingers in the ear, it wasn't two, it was nine. Yep. So it was 2009, <laughs> uh, and we, it, it, it was just born out of, I had been in a couple other bands, and I was trying to, honestly, it's it's odd that it's where it's landed today, but I was just trying to spare my ears a little bit. Really? Were you do doing something louder thing. and heavier? Yes, and I, so I was trying to do something that was quiet, and then when Kenny came along a couple years later, it got loud again, and we just... Damn stayed, it, Kenny! We just, the, the volume has increased as, as time has gone on, so <laughs> yeah, then Corey joins and then we're right back to it's just a full rock. So thing. when you started then um, doing heavier projects, what were some of the bands that influenced those previous bands? Or the, your, yeah, your previous bands that you were in, what were some of the bands that influenced that? I mean, I was really big into Cheap Trick and Afghan Wigs. See, and but those aren't Foo loud, fighters. heavy bands. Yeah, but they, well, they're loud. They're just not heavy. I mean, okay. they're heavy in their own in their own way. Um, it was never a metal thing. It okay. was more of a, just a, a, we called it loud pop. It was okay. just a heavy rock sure. thing. That had a lot of pop overtones to it, which this does too. You know, it's a, we're not a metal band. We dip our toes in the metal thing every once in a while, but it's a, it's just rock and roll at its core. Right. You know, and we just put a little, I like to put a little pop frosting on it. and Pop frosting. I like yeah, that. You know, I like that. It helps, helps me feel like I'm, uh, I'm still in touch with that end of it, but it's just not, <laughs> it's, it's a rock and roll band. You know, it's just a rock and roll so band. So when you started as, as a kid, were your parents musical? What did you listen to growing up? My mom was, uh, my dad, uh, the only story I know about my dad playing music involves a harmonica that was destroyed 
because he could not. Uh, Someone took it away from him. My mom destroyed <laughs> his harmonica. He was in the military, and it was something he picked up. He thought he'd have it to pass time, and it, it did not go over well in the household, so that vanished quickly. But we had a piano, so I took piano lessons and did all that. Voluntarily? Uh, no. No, it was, a, it was a bargaining chip. It was, you play piano, we'll get you a guitar. If you can do oh, piano okay, for a year, fair. we'll get you a guitar. That's fair. And it did, that did not happen. Oh, uh, it was, they lied? Yeah, I was nine when I got those piano lessons. I was 15 when I got a guitar. So, so did they stretch out the piano lessons from nine no, to 15? No, no, it lasted for one year. My teacher moved away and I never got another one and oh. I was fine with that but I still didn't get the guitar I did hold up my end of the bargain you uh, did so then then between those years like what how much begging and like hint dropping did you have to do before you finally got that it, first guitar the, for the entirety of that duration <laughs> was it was the same thing and I, I could have bought one for myself um, but the smart choice was to wait until my parents Absolutely. divorced so when my parents divorced it was my mom was cool and it was anything goes and I could be as loud as I want and oh, she bought go. me one almost immediately and it was you know so what's the first thing you learned how to play well, besides the contents of the Mel Bay booklet, uh, Lick It Up by Kiss was Interesting. The first. I yeah. thought Smoke on the Water was mandatory. No, I did learn that. Uh, <laughs> actually, at the time, Rock You Like a Hurricane was okay. the, that was the riff du jour, so we okay. could do that. And then I got my guitar teacher to show me Detroit Rock City, and I spent hours just playing the intro to Detroit Rock City over and over. I can only imagine how much my mom regretted that decision. Your mom was probably having flashbacks of the harmonica at that point. Well, anything was better than the harmonica from what I hear, but... So you grew up uh, playing playing some Kiss and whatever. What, what were your what were your bands of choice? You know, when you were starting to learn outside of that, like, did oh you have a certain band that you heard that you went, yes, this is what uh, I, I loved do. all the '80s stuff. I was into I was huge into like White Lion and anything with a white in the name, okay, uh, White Snake. However many other white bands there were, uh, we discussed one on the way here. Um, <laughs> it, but Kiss was my thing. That was my. I mean, the Kiss and the Beatles were everything when okay. I was growing up. So that I know those don't seem like they necessarily They're go kind, together. No, but, I mean, it, it's the opposite the track thing, I think, because if you think about if you break down the Beatles and, and, and I guess maybe some of the technicalities with the Beatles and yeah. then you break down to the simplicity, really, of Kiss, because even Gene Simmons will be like, we were not the greatest band in the world, but by God, they can merchandise. Yeah. Man, they can merchandise. But, you know, they were a fun band. So, yes, even the intro to that, it's like, that's pretty simple. Yeah, <laughs> even yeah, on yeah. repeat, you know? So, a lot of Kiss and a lot of Beatles, which right. I think I think you've got to have Beatles bef- if you're going to have anything. Well, that was, I, I inherited a, a seven-inch collection, or 45s, as we called them back then. Yes. It was almost entirely Beatles and nice. Beatles affiliated stuff. I have some of it. I do not have all. I wish I had all of it, but uh, you know, I had younger siblings. That stuff walks away. You never sure know where it, does. it goes. And then they have no idea what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no idea what it's worth.
Great affairs on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5 when loves the drug. The gentleman, my guest in studio right now, and Denny, we were talking about you and your background throughout your like high school, college, all of that. Did you do, Didn't a bunch do of college? Bands? I just did music uh, pretty much from the moment I realized I could I could make my own stuff. Uh, I started writing songs. Did you teach yourself how to write? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's really the only way to do it. I mean, I, I was never big on I didn't do the covers thing, mm-hmm. really. I, I did play in a band that did covers later on. And in high school, I did like Battle of the Bands sure. and stuff and terribly. There's Luckily, <laughs> that was before the age of cell phones. So right. there's not a lot of proof of that around. But uh, Somewhere there's a parent that had a video camera. Oh, I, I have some of it. <laughs> but I, I maintain control of that so it does not okay. find its way to an upload. But uh so I did a little bit of that and just around central Illinois played, you know, did the half and half covers original bands and tried to make that work. And it was, you know, and then it was, I came down here for a year in 94 and tried that and realized this is a city and I'm not from the city. I need to go back and figure out how to be ready to be for the city. And and what was that process like? Uh, It was a year of like, wow, this is serious. You know, this is, the bands here are real. There's no... This is not what I'm used to. Right. So I had to do a little woodshedding. And then I didn't end up back down here until 2003. Oh, wow. Okay. But in the meantime, I went to L.A. for three years and did a bunch of stuff out there and had other stuff going on. Wouldn't L.A. be more of a culture shock than Nashville? It it was. It it was. But I joined a band that was 
it already existed. So okay. I had, you know, it was one of those things where I was just a new guitar player. So okay. I got a crash course okay. and everything happened really fast. So I got to bypass a lot of the things that I would have had to figure out on my own. Sure. I, they were and I would think three, three years in LA would like Nashville's got to be a piece of cake after that. It, well, and when I, when I got to Nashville, it hadn't become what it is now. Yeah. So it was by comparison. Yeah. A piece of cake. It was like, this is okay. I get it. I can do this here and I can, compete at this level and I felt confident about it. I didn't know what Nashville was going to turn into because well, there were only like 10 rock bands when I moved here. Right. So weren't. you're saying that's 2003 and I mean you think about 20 years and it's like the fact that it's been 20 years just it's, it's mind yeah. blowing to even yeah. say that out loud that it's been 20 years. It's but, a little sad. I mean the, <laughs> how much. <laughs> a little heartbreaking. You know and on top of that what's sad is it's like everybody goes to like all the people that want to be actors they all go to LA right. They, everybody yeah, goes to Hollywood. Yeah. Everybody who wants to be a musician they land in Nashville. And so there's a ton. And this is a conversation that Corey and I have had before previously about what it's like trying to break through that noise because everybody wants to be somebody in Nashville. Everybody wants to be a songwriter or a musician. And, you know, you can make that that choice to kind of, you know, duke it out and claw your way through by being an original band. Or you do the thing that makes money and, and become on one Broadway. of those Broadway bands. That, yeah. you know. Anytime I tell somebody that I, I play music, oh, do you play on Broadway? No, Hell no. If I can avoid it, I don't. You know, and then they think you're not a real musician, right? Because real musicians yeah. play on Broadway. You're not an actual work musician. That's no. reverse. But I mean, real musicians do play down there. No, no offense to anybody that plays down there. Way to go, Corey. Monster musicians. Yes, but. Uh, most of them are playing covers. Yeah. So, so if you but it's to- interesting too, because I asked somebody about that once and they're like, you know, because everybody that plays those bars, everybody has the same set list. They just do it in slightly different order. And you have to, because pretty soon you're going to get a phone call and go, oh, well, John can't sit on drums tonight. Can you fill in? Sure. I can. Cause you know it all already. Yeah. And I mean, it might pay your rent for the for the month. You yeah, never yeah know. one of them four story ones. There are bands on every level. I think we were there for about an hour, and we heard "Sweet Home Alabama" on each floor. <laughs> it was just like okay, you know. Yeah. As we go up, it's like like you said, the set list must like you know they. Skip. Well, you walk in, you see the iPads on the mic stands. Oh, yes. you're like, Okay, I know what we're in for today. It could be it could be no doubt. It could be. Garth Skinner, Brooks, it could be Garth every, Brooks, yes. it could be anything. Metallica, I've even heard. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. that's always the fun part when you're going into broad. You you walk into one and they're they're doing something country and then they do a rock song and then okay, I'm going to go next door and it's the same thing. Like yeah. we go from a country song to a rock song because we have to keep the woo girls happy. Yeah. And you know you got to keep the other. You're over here shaking your head. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, sadly, sadly, I'm and like well I said, acquainted. The, the sad the sad part for me is when I see those guys. I mean, most of those guys could play circles around me. I I know that they're they're incredible musicians, right. but I'm just like. Man, that's just a bummer. Do you feel like it's settling to do that as opposed to? I don't think I think it's all a personal choice. You know, I mean, for them, they're making a living and it's a job. You know? Right. For me, I mean, as much as I would like to make a living at this, I actually want to really enjoy what you do and, and work a day job. Yeah. I mean, because I feel like sometimes people go into those and that is their day job. So right. I feel like sometimes some of them probably do go and say, like, oh, I got to go to work again. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't ever want music to be that. No, I would rather have a crappy day job and then have music. Sure. Be my fun. And I think that is uh there's a difference between the person who's like, cool, I get to, uh, I get to get paid to play music versus someone who does it for the love of the art. Right. Yes. You want to get paid for it, but you're willing to pay the dues and do whatever it takes work that day job or three in order to play the original music that you write and right. record. And- it's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. Rabbi, 
Hustle, what comes around? It is Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. The band had a great 2023, wrapped up with a lot of cool things. Um, they played shows with Taproot. They played the world-famous Machine Shop, the Whiskey A Go-Go, and so many more. And are working on brand new material. And hopefully 2024 brings us a full-length album and some new dates to see them live as well. In the meantime, keep up with them. Lydia's Castle on Facebook and Lydia'sCastle.com. I am Samantha Knight. Our friends from Edmonton, Kentucky. Blackstone Cherry joining an ever-growing list of artists that are getting their very own bourbon through Three Chord Bourbon. Now, Three Chord Bourbon is based in New York, but they collaborate and concoct different blends of their bourbons from different whiskeys and bourbons from all over. So obviously, we've got a lot of things coming from Kentucky and Tennessee as well. Now, on top of all of the bourbons that they make, they have what they call the Backstage Series, and so they are making ones for specific bands. Blackstone Cherry has got their own. I mean, even Hailstorm's got one. And Goodbye June has got one. You can learn more at threechordbourbon.com. A lot of them available for pre-order. Some of them even autographed bottles. So well, let's check out some Blackstone Cherry, shall we? This is Nervous. It's Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. Same in a different way 
It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5.
Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. That is Goodbye June and their song Three Chords, which, perfectly enough, they are a part of the Three Chords bourbon lineup that I was just telling you about. Goodbye June, Blackstone Cherry, uh, the Cadillac Three, Hailstorm, and some others. Even Dinosaur Jr.'s got one as well. As far as the flavor, I should say, for the Goodbye June, it's 120 proof, by the way. Uh, they say it's a blend of cask strength, five-year-old bourbon from Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana, blended together in collaboration with rock legend Neil Giraldo. He is, of course, Mr. Pat Benatar and Goodbye June, which is great because, you know, Kentucky and Indiana and Tennessee is all areas where the gentlemen of Goodbye June are from. For Blackstone Cherry, theirs is a blend of eight-year-old Kentucky corn whiskey and two-year-old Kentucky bourbon finished in toasted barrels. Theirs is 98 proof. So there you go. Some good, strong bourbons. Again, you can check that out at threequartbourbon.com. I am Samantha Knight. We got just a couple of things left before we wrap up the first Rock Around the Region for 2024. Don't go away. It's Rock Around the Region with Samantha Knight. Everything that rocks. C97.5. A million watts when the beat drops. So is it going to make you stop? Got the room turning up, but I don't think it's loud enough.
Nine points on Rock Around the Region on Z97.5. That is a million watts. The band in studio right now. In fact, they just posted a video, I think it was on Saturday, of them hanging out, all the whole band together in Chicago, writing and setting up for the session. So we're working on new material, and a handful of dates have been announced for 2024 so far, including Welcome to Rockville and Sonic Temple. They're going to be playing both of those festivals, so we'll keep an eye out. I am Samantha Knight. Thanks so much for tuning in and checking out the show, the first Rock Around the Region for 2024. A big thanks to The Great Affairs. I think they probably thought I forgot about them because we sat down to have that conversation long before the holidays. But, you know, I do not waste any conversation that I have. That's why a band is on for, you know, three to four to five weeks because I want to make sure you get all of that experience that I had with them as well. So excited to have The Great Affairs on for the next few weeks. So, yes, next week they will be my guest again for part two of my conversation. As always, you got questions, comments, concerns. You know about a band that I need to be familiar with. Please let me know. You can hit me up on Facebook, Samantha Knight Radio, or you can drop me an email, Samantha at Z975.com. That's probably the fastest way to get to me as far as the show goes. So there's all of that. This band, we are going to put something together in the coming weeks to get them in here from Knoxville and have a chit chat. Talking about Wolves of Oz. By the way, there is a show planned for February 23rd in Knoxville at the Brickyard Bar and Grill. So you can check out details. Wolves of Oz on Facebook. Their new song, Apoptosis. Wrap it up. Rock around the region on Z97.5. We'll see you next time.